Today's episode is brought to you by the Clackamas County Winter Fair and Holiday Market. Lights, holiday treats and crafts, festive cheer, and of course, Santa and Mrs. Claus. Fridays and Saturdays from December 2nd through the 23rd, 5 to 10 p.m., only at the Clackamas County Fairgrounds in Canby. Tickets and information at ccwinterfair.com. This episode is also brought to you by Oddmo's Pizza in Canby. Handmade awesome pizza plus craft beer, wine, and cider delivered. Order today at 503-263-8444 or visit them online at oddmo's.com. Welcome to Now Hear This Candy, your source for news. The threat of a possible teacher strike was avoided this week. There's a new irresistibly cute creature winning over fans, and its name is Scootaloo. Sports? It's like Lucy in the football. You want to kick a field goal, but they take it away from you. We had to learn how to win. Goal can't be in the last second of the game! And interesting conversations. Because I'm one of the strongest girls ever, and I know that for a fact. I just really enjoy writing gossip as if I was a bear. <laughs> With an old maid daughter that make the best moonshine in the coast. <laughs> if you would have hit me in the face, I think I would have died. I really do. It, it, it... I guarantee you would have died, man. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Welcome to the Now Hear This Can Be Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Tyler Frankie, and this is what's happening this week in our community. Christmas came early for 15 lucky boys and girls at the Canby Fred Meyer this weekend as they and their families joined Canby Police Department officers for a beloved annual tradition, Shop with a Cop. The annual outreach by the Clackamas County Peace Officers Benevolent Foundation gives each kid a $160 gift certificate to purchase gifts and toys for themselves and family members. Generous donors and coupons from Fred Meyer help each kid stretch their gift cards as far as possible, as Canby Police Sergeant Nate Walbaum, who coordinates the annual event, explained. We have a number of anonymous donors, citizens, and business owners from Canby who donate annually, a smiling Wahlbomb said outside a checkout lane at Fred Meyer Saturday morning as this year's Shop with a Cop was winding down. Their businesses have done well and they want to give back to the community. The children are chosen from each of the Canby School District's elementary schools as well as 91 and Baker Prairie Middle School. The selections are based on financial need as well as families who may have had previous contact with law enforcement or the justice system. It's also a positive experience for the officers. While Canby police often have the opportunity to have positive interactions with citizens, Walbaum said Shop with a Cop is certainly one of the most public outreaches and one they look forward to each holiday season. It does bring us a lot of joy, he said. It's incredible to watch some of the kids who may not have a lot of resources. They make lists, and the lists aren't just for themselves. It's their Christmas list for their family members and loved ones. It kind of makes you get choked up. It was absolutely adorable watching the kids pick stuff out, said Malala resident Annie Marie, who had stopped by for some shopping that morning. Looking in the carts, they were obviously shopping for those they love. Walbaum explained that the event fits into the CPD's philosophy of community policing, an approach in which local law enforcement focuses on building relationships with the communities they serve. 
Kimmy Barnhart, whose nine-year-old son Abel was one of the lucky participants this year, said she wanted to thank all who were involved. My son had so much fun and bought stuff for his siblings, she said. It was so sweet. As an added bonus this year, the Benevolent Association and Fred Meyer donated a bike to each student who wanted one. The store also provided hot drinks and other festive treats for the participants, officers, and families. For photos, find the story on our website at canbefirst.com or follow the Canby Current on Facebook and Instagram. For more on this story, stay tuned for our interview with Sergeant Walbaum. The Oregon Nurses Association, the state's largest and most influential nursing association and labor union, has asked the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office to launch an independent investigation of Providence Health and Services for what it calls ongoing wage theft against nurses and other healthcare workers. The union claims that since July of 2022, Providence, which also manages the Providence Willamette Falls Medical Center in Oregon City, systematically underpaid thousands of healthcare workers by using a faulty payroll system that it says resulted in unpaid hours, unpaid overtime, and other lost hours and benefits. In some cases, nurses and healthcare workers did not receive a paycheck at all despite working 40-plus hour weeks, according to union officials. In other cases, the union claims Providence is failing to pay workers money owed to them for taking on advanced training and responsibilities at work. It feels like we don't matter. No one at Providence is accountable, said ONA member Danica Truillo, a registered nurse at Providence Portland Medical Center. I spend hours auditing my time cards. On my days off, I'm on phone with Providence's human resources. I feel like I can't afford to spend any money because I don't know if I'll receive the money I've earned next week or not. I'm working a job, but not getting paid for it. I don't know what my future holds. The Multnomah County District Attorney's Office recently partnered with the Statewide Bureau of Labor and Industries to investigate criminal charges for corporations who repeatedly or intentionally commit wage theft. This summer, Providence switched to a new Genesis payroll system that systematically underpays nurses and other frontline healthcare workers in Multnomah County and throughout the Providence system, according to the union. ONA represents more than 4,000 frontline nurses working in 10 Providence Health System hospitals and facilities across the state. More than 200 ONA members across the state filed the class action union against Providence in August to recover lost wages and damages owed to all workers at Providence, including nurses, allied health workers, technicians, housekeepers, food services staff, doctors, and other workers. While the exact amount of theft is too large to determine without a comprehensive audit, lost wages and penalties could be in the millions, according to union officials. Workers do not have to be named in the lawsuit to benefit from a settlement. The ONA says that since July, frontline workers throughout the Providence system have filed tens of thousands of HR payroll tickets about lost and inaccurate pay. What's frustrating to me is that they don't seem to care. It shouldn't take three months to get a payroll screw-up fixed, said ONA member Shelley McSherry, a veteran nurse who has worked at Providence Portland Medical Center for nearly 30 years. I've never seen such disregard for staff as what is happening now, not just with Genesis, but in many matters like staffing shortages. Wage theft is just an ongoing issue we seem to get to deal with. It certainly makes me want to look elsewhere for employment. 
ONA nurses at all 10 Providence bargaining units have also filed workplace grievances against Providence. In response to the allegations, Providence released a statement defending its actions as well as the new payroll system. Ensuring timely, accurate pay is one of Providence's most important responsibilities as an employer, and we are deeply sorry to those affected by recent paycheck discrepancies, the statement read in part. While the vast majority of issues have been resolved and retroactive pay has been provided, Providence Ministries recognize that some errors are continuing to occur and remain acutely aware of the hardship this creates for caregivers and their families. Providence said that its Oregon ministries are currently reviewing the concerns raised in the letter from the ONA to the Multnomah County District Attorney's Office. We can say that this is categorically not theft or intentional systematic underpayment of caregivers, as ONA alleges, the healthcare system said. Rather, it is a case of complex pay structures across the Providence family of organizations, as well as the growing pains of implementing a new technology platform to support administrative functions and services. Ultimately, Providence says, Genesis will, quote, make it easier for caregivers to get information and manage changes from any device at any time. Until then, we remain absolutely committed to addressing issues to ensure caregivers receive correct and timely pay, Providence said. We remain deeply grateful to all of our caregivers for all they do on behalf of our communities and the patients we serve. The William Barlow House on Highway 99E outside Canby is leaning into the Christmas season this year like never before with a professional holiday light display custom designed to complement the historic structure's clean lines and timeless elegance. The display was designed and installed by local contractors Holiday Light Solution, which worked with the property's owners to match the aesthetic to the home's iconic 19th century Italian style. Christmas lights didn't exist when the home was built by William Barlow, son of pioneer Samuel K. Barlow in 1885, but current owner Jeff Falconer believes the soft, traditional look selected by Holiday Light Solution was a perfect choice. Obviously, they didn't have Christmas lights back in the day, Falconer said, but the warm white lights felt like it was in keeping with the lines and classical style of the home. Holiday Light Solution owner Adam Zagel said his and his team built 8-foot-tall custom frames to line each window with 22 faceted lights each, then added more along the fasciae and corner posts. A central wreath and garlands were added to complete the look. The system is hooked together and runs through a single plug. Zagel said drivers would be able to see the brightly lit home coming over the hill from Aurora. The trickiest part, Zagel said, was attaching each piece using high-grade magnets and other temporary fasteners rather than staples, screws, or permanent hooks in keeping with the owner's request. Adam was great to work with and did a great job preserving and protecting the historical considerations of the house, Falconer said. We're happy we found him. Zagel said they have worked with historical properties before, including the Frank Manor House and Cooley Home, both on the campus of Lewis and Clark College in Portland. You pay extra attention to the electrical with historic homes and what the client wants, Zagel said. You're probably not going to do really wild colors or anything like that. You're going for a classier look. Falconer said he has owned the home for 18 years, but this is the first time they hired out for the holiday lights. He laughed when asked why. I don't like ladders anymore, he said. I'm probably past my prime for climbing around my home. Time to let the professionals do what they do.
Jeff and Allison Hartwell's show-stopping Christmas display outside their home on North Juniper Street in Canby comes from the humblest of beginnings, a wooden nativity they purchased from a family friend 28 years ago. That year we had been married about three years and we decided we really wanted a nativity but they were really expensive, Allison Hartwell recalled, so we just decided that it was going to be our present to each other. The scene made by longtime Canby resident Yvonne Scott in the style of the Precious Moments figurines is still a central part of the Hartwell's display today, nearly three decades later, though some alterations have been made. The rest of the display, however, has grown exponentially over the years, led primarily by Jeff Hartwell, who is also a chiropractic doctor and owner of the Hartwell Chiropractic Clinic in downtown Canby. It's definitely grown. We try to add at least one new feature each year, Jeff said. The second feature we added was a God with us sign. I just thought that the word Emmanuel was kind of like a one word summary of the meaning behind Christmas, but I realized that if I just put Emmanuel, a lot of people would probably miss the meaning of it. So I decided to spell it out. God with us, the incarnation. That's what it's all about. He would later add the heart outline to the 14 foot tall sign to emphasize God's love. Almost all of the pieces are designed and custom made by Jeff based on the materials he has on hand each year. This year's edition, a striking depiction of the angel appearing before the shepherds with the message a savior was given for you, was painted on an old hot tub cover he salvaged. Last year's new piece, a sign bearing the words, Joy to the world, our king is born, takes its distinctive round shape not from a stylistic choice but the fact that it used to be a table. He also takes inspiration from his personal faith and what he's been learning or experiencing that year. Whatever God's doing in my heart that particular year may inspire that year's new edition, he said. The display takes about a week to set up and take down each Christmas season, and he's lost track of the number of hours he's invested in it over the years. It's just a passion of mine to share Christ with people and remind everybody that, you know, it's not about Santa Claus, he said. We're celebrating Jesus' birth. The Hartwell said they have gotten a lot of supportive comments over the years from folks who appreciate the quality of the display and the message it shares. The positive response inspired them to participate in this year's Canby Christmas Tour of Lights, an annual fundraiser by the Friends of the Canby Public Library. See the Hartwells display this holiday season on the corner of North Juniper Street and 9th Avenue, Caddy Corner from Canby Alliance Church. Frankie, what's uh, up, dude? Ah, intruder, Alexis, call 411. <laughs> uh, who's Alexis? Oh, it's just you, Tyler. Sorry about that. You know, the days are getting shorter and darker, and before you know it, 6 p.m. is going to feel like midnight, and with the holidays coming, Christmas deliveries on the way and all, I've, I've just, I've been getting more security conscious, and I guess it's just making me a little paranoid. Yeah, so that's what all this is. Looks... Looks like quite the setup. Oh yeah. We decided to really invest in a top-of-the-line Wi-Fi connected video security system. Just one little problem. What's that? Well, just look at this. We tested it out during Halloween, and look how grainy and pixelated the video is. Everybody looks like Minecraft characters, and <laughs> only a couple were actually wearing Minecraft costumes. This is supposed to be 4K high-def video. 
I know, I know, you're gonna say it's my internet service provider like you always do, but I made sure to place my Wi-Fi router in a central location, and I think my download speeds are decent. Oh, Frankie, how many times have we gotta go over this? You always focus on the download speeds, but it's the upload speeds that really matter here. When you've got cameras that are uploading data to your smartphone app through the internet. Oh, I guess I should just hope I get robbed by someone wearing a Minecraft mask. Uh, sure. Or, or you could just switch to DirectLink, where they have internet upload speeds up to 10 times faster than other local providers. For uploads at the speed of security, visit www.directlink.coop slash internet or give them a call 503-266-8111. All right. Joining us in the Kami conversation today is Linda Tate, um, who with her husband, David, helps lead the Northwest Osteopathic Medical Foundation here in Kami and is involved in uh, a number of other things, um, including what we're talking about today, a really uh, unique uh, to Canby uh, local thing that, that you've just kind of created. Um, and uh, we talked about it a few years ago and are so delighted to be able to chat about it again and remind folks about it. Um, you are Elf314. I am indeed. <laughs> Tell us uh, who that is and what you do e each Christmas season here in Candy. Well, this is my sixth year of doing this. And mm -hmm. we started out um, when there was a new florist in town and the book right. was brand new. Right. And they weren't getting a lot of foot traffic. Um, they weren't in a building where you could easily see them. And since, you know, we always say we want new companies and we want new businesses, we want to support them. Um, I thought, well, you know what? It's Christmas. I think I'll go buy a mailbox, stick it in there. And then the draw will be that I'm going to answer the letters that are to Santa. Um, and one of the boxes that I got said inspected by elf number 314. So that's how the name came about. Um, it was so the first year you didn't have the, the costume and everything. It was just the mailbox. Okay. Correct. Yes. Yes. I've morphed over the years. It's so amazing how much it's grown and evolved over the years. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, go, go on. <laughs> I probably got 20 letters the first year. I don't really mm -hmm. recall. It wasn't very many, Yeah. Um, but it was fun and people enjoyed it. And then more people afterwards were like, oh, I wish I would have known. And uh, so we did it again the next year. And then by the third year, we had like eight mailboxes all over the city. Um, and I've averaged about 200 kids a year um, over the years, uh, even even during COVID, which was kind of a surprise. Yeah. Um, uh, but we um, we've had a lot of fun doing it. And the kids letters are just absolutely a scream. Sometimes sometimes they're super sad. Yeah. Um, but uh, we get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, a couple of things that are unique uh, about your uh, your the celebration or whatever you want to call it, your outreach. Um, one of the being that, um, uh, I'm not sure when it started, uh, you mentioned it wasn't the first year, but you've now created the character of elf number three, one, four, you have this fantastic costume that you wear. Um, I believe it initially started when you were kind of going around to collect the mailboxes, right? So the kids might see you and, you know, oh, this is legit. They've got a real elf, uh, collecting the mail. Um, 
but it's it's i mean it's really you're part of light up the night now and you you have some of your own events that you headline <laughs> uh you and you join santa at different things um gosh, isn't it that, funny that yeah that had to be you know the the furthest thing from your expectations when you first started this with a couple of mailboxes right yeah oh yeah um the first year that the city asked me to to do the light up the night um on the fire engine i thought well, this will be a lot of fun, but I'm actually, I'm an extrovert, you would think, but I'm more of an introvert. Mm. And when we pulled up and I saw all the kids waiting for the, for got the parade, I got so scared and I it's got back daunting. in the car and I wouldn't get out. <laughs> I did this, you know, I'm being held captive video from inside my car. I said, yeah. I'm an elf. I don't even like children. <laughs> That's why we stay in the workshop. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like a Blair Witch Project, like right. confession. <laughs> Right. And it was um it was actually Jim Hunsicker that came in and we Rescue were at you. the office and he came in and said, You need to go out there, you know, yeah. get it together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh but uh, I mean I uh, it's gotta be special now that the kids I mean you get you get some of the um they really only Santa uh, the guys who do the Santa or sometimes ladies who do the Santa uh get to experience but that kind of joy and wonderment from kids this time of year. Yes. And, you know, every year we come around the corner to Waite Park and there's a sea of faces and they're so happy and they're so expectant. And mm. um, it always kind of chokes me up a little bit to see those kids thinking for real, like Santa's here. And mm -hmm. and they're so sweet when they come up to me, you know, and they're like, can I have a picture with you too? I mean, they're just, they believe so hardcore. I had a little kid this year challenge me and say, I'd like to see your ears. <laughs> And I said, well, those are my private parts of my body and I don't want to show them to you. And the mom kind of giggled and she said, but I want to see them. And I said, well, here's the problem. I'm half human. Yeah. And her face just wasn't, she was in shock. And the mom goes, you just blew her mind. Yeah. <laughs> I said, I didn't get the, the pointy ears. It's not in my genes. I didn't mm. get it genetically. You know, yeah, it's a lottery. You just sometimes, right. sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. So, yeah. Well, you've got that kid all set up to um, to uh, learn Lord of the Rings as well, because half of those guys are half elf and half uh, human as well. So, oh, well, see, I didn't know that. So there yeah, you go. It's it, it's actually something that could happen. There you go. Yeah. Aragorn, famously. <laughs> um, so sorry, I've, we've been rewatching Lord of the Rings this year. So <laughs> no worries. Extended editions. That's why I look so, so tired and haggard. No, uh, <laughs> The other thing that's really cool about um, your particular, um, uh, you know, expression that you do is that you you uh, you've mentioned you read the letters and you actually respond to each one, yes, um, handwritten, no no form letters or anything, um, no, uh, from Santa using Santa's voice. Mm -hmm. What is that like each year? You know, it's it's interesting. Um, every year we've had someone living here, whether it was a friend that um, had to have a place to live or whether it was my son and his partner. And um, everybody always says, gosh, it's three o'clock in the morning. Don't you want to go to bed? You know, and I can't. I have to get the letters done. And, and it mm. takes time. It takes probably 15 minutes per letter. Well, you said two, 200 <laughs> is what, what you average. Yeah, that's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot of course. I probably haven't done 200 handwritten letters in the past 10 years total. <laughs> right. I had to actually end up having surgery uh, either last year or the year before on one of my fingers because I got a cyst from writing the letters. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it's, it's touching. It's lovely. I love doing it. I've known some of these kids, their whole, you know, young adult mm. life or young life going into adulthood. I'm starting to lose kids that are getting too old for Santa. Yeah. Um, and I noticed that this year, normally I had a family of five and I only got two letters this year from their kids. So the top mm. three dropped out, dropped out. Yeah. Um, but it's so much fun to, to kind of keep track of them over the years. And, and I can remember what I wrote to them the, the years before. So I always change it up and make sure mm. that it's a brand new scenario so that they don't get suspicious. No, oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you say you kind of fallen through the years. These are um, ones that you've kind of learned the names or I, I imagine a small town like Canby, there must be some that you get and you recognize the names uh, just from life. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. From life um, and just from, you know, the, the repeats over the years. Um, yeah. Most last names are pretty unique and um, yeah, I, I absolutely recognize them. Yeah. Um. What are some of the, you mentioned, you know, some of them are funny, some of them are uh, kind of poignant or, or even heartbreaking. What what are some of the, um, uh, can you give us some examples of ones over the years that have kind of stood, stood out or maybe representative of things that you see? Absolutely. Um, I hate it when I get one that says, all I want for Christmas is for my parents to stop arguing. Yeah. I don't like those. Those are heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, I understand the ones I get. And, and I also understand, you know, a lot of times kids see Santa as having a magic wand. Right. Um, so they'll say, so you, you can, know, my, you can ask him for anything. It doesn't yes, have to be. Yeah, yeah. Yes. My, my grandma passed away and I would like to talk to her one more time. Yeah. Um, I'm, I don't want to have any more chemo. Can that be my wish? Right. My um, parent, my parents in jail or. Right. Yeah. Right. And. You know, I just answer it as honestly as I can and say, you know, dear heart, you know, Santa wishes that Santa had a magic wand, but I don't. Um, yeah. And I'm sorry that you're sad. Um, but, you know, I, I address it. I don't just ignore it. And um, sometimes I even send a letter from the snow angels if they're worried about whether or not their dog got to heaven. Mm. For example, I'll send a separate letter from the snow angels, some snow angel um, stationery that says, we just wanted to let you know that your dog goes here and doing great, misses you and is sad, but you know, for, for what's going on is, is pretty okay. Yeah. So um, I, I've, I've actually branched out a little bit even there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you have like Santa stationary or a certain, I mean, is it, is it your handwriting or do you have a special uh, way that you kind of write as Santa? Yeah. I definitely have a gold pen that I use gold gel okay. pen. Nice. Because Santa wouldn't use naturally, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> no bix for Santa. <laughs> no, I don't think they work. It's too cold. You right? Get a yeah, right. And um, I always try to use Santa uh, stationery. Santa, um, although this year for stamps they had elf stamps. I was so jazzed. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, they, oh, that's right. So you get the letters through your mailboxes at businesses and and. Uh, the library and things, yeah. but then you respond through the mail. Correct. Obviously, because yes. they don't have mailboxes that you can go and track down. Yeah. Right. Right. And it's funny. I've had some come back so late, like for poor address or whatever. Um, and I always track them down. I don't think I've ever had one child, maybe, maybe one over the six years I couldn't find. Um, but I've even driven them to the house Christmas Eve um, mm. if they've been returned that late. And I know it's not going to get there in time. Yeah. 
Oh, I just wow. pretend I'm a just neighbor. Pop it in the box. Yeah. I'm a neighbor and this was in my mailbox and I think it might be yours. <laughs> oh, wow. That's so cool. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Have there been any sort of um, funny or surprising ones? Maybe I, I kids can be amazing and um, uh, kind of their emotional um, uh, intelligence sometimes Absolutely. that they show when they're being honest, like they would be with Santa. Absolutely. Um, one of the funnier ones I had, and the mom said that she just died laughing when she opened up her, her letter. Um, she was older and she challenged me and she said, if you're real, I want you to send me a unicorn. So I went into this big, long spiel about, well, okay, but that means I'm going to have to send some of my elves out into the wild to find one. Then they're going to have to mount it. You know, I really hope no elves are harmed in the making of your wish. You know, (laughs) it went on and on and on. And and then at the end I said, um, okay, well, I took a minute and I pulled everybody and um, no one here is forced to work. And nobody here wanted to go out and try and capture a unicorn because I mean, really would you a horn? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> get, get maimed on the job. Right. That's funny. <laughs> I had a child this year ask for a live penguin. I was going to ask, what are some of the like most outlandish things that kids have asked for over the years? A live penguin just for a pet, just for one. No, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. And he wanted the biggest one I have. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Not asking for much. Hey, right. you know what? If you're gonna ask for it, go all out, right? That's like, right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I, absolutely. I re- I respect that. That kid's got game. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've asked for magic powers. They've they've asked for um <laughs> for me to send their little baby sister back. Um. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I got a baby sender. sister. Yeah, I got a baby sister for Christmas last year, and I don't like her. Will you please exchange her for a different one? <laughs> Super cute. Kids, kids are so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, what kind of what what keeps you doing this year after year? It you started, know, like you said, it started to help businesses, which is really cool. Um, but yeah. that's uh, the book nook is doing okay. Uh, yes. <laughs> You so what keeps you going? Yeah. I've had to I've had to limit my my drops because of my hip. I can't get out. I'm getting too old to be Santa. But yeah. um, you know, what keeps me going every year is just the kids' face when they see, you know, Santa in the parade. Um, and it also when I get feedback of how much they enjoyed their letter. Um, a lot of families will say it kept the, the magic in Christmas for us this year, you know. Yeah. And that's what's special for me is is the reaction of the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is really cool. It is a really unique campy thing. I mean, every community has a Santa. We obviously have the best one, right? But um, but every community has one. But but only Canby has an elf uh, yeah. that's <laughs> recognizable and vital to our kind of uh, Christmas celebration each year. Um, it's really neat. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so how can, uh, you know, we're, it's not Christmas yet. I, hopefully there's still time for kids to, and families to, uh, if they're just hearing about this for the first time or if they, um, you know, were planning to but haven't got to it yet, where can they find those boxes? And, and is there a deadline for when they got to get them in? Yes, the deadline is the 17th. Okay. Um, and we do that because inevitably every year I get like 50 letters on the 17th. Right. <laughs> Right. So, um, so yeah, this is a 17. busy, busy time of year for yeah. the elves and Santa and a busy time of year for the postal service. So that's we, right. we, we need a little uh, 
we need a little time to get back to you. Yeah, that's right. And they can drop their letters. I hear that there's a, a box at um, um, Ace Hardware and they're kindly taking the letters over to Thriftway for me. Okay. Um, there's a box at the post office right next to Karen Wright's stand inside. Okay. And there is one um, under the tree at Cuts Force. Okay, great. Cool. Just a few boxes this year. Yeah. Um, Linda, where did you uh, get or did you make your elf costume? How did that come to be? Um, well, you know, at first it was just a, a silly hat, you know, hat and a, yeah. and, and a really corny shirt and some black pants. And I upped my game this year. Last year, I got a really generous donation at the end of the season. Um, so I went out and completely redid my whole persona and the kids loved it much, much. They were much more attracted to me. I didn't have any run and scream and be scared. Um, so I got more of a natural flowing hat. Um, I got, you know, a really cool pair of coveralls. Um, I found some Adidas tennis shoes at Goodwill that were Christmas themed. And I just feel like the, the, the outfit this year was way better than before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like you can't uh, do what you do, especially year after year uh, with this outreach um, without personally loving Christmas um, and just being a big fan of the season. Um, What would you say personally, uh, you know, you love about Christmas or that Christmas is all about for you? You know, I just love, I mean, obviously the reason for the season first and foremost, but I really just go all out. I mean, my house, you know, people will say I vomited Christmas at my house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the middle of moving this year, so I don't get to decorate and it's killing me. But I feel like I see a little corner of the costume there in your Zoom window. Is that right? (laughs) Yeah, you do. Okay. Next year, next year, Camby, you better watch out because we'll be living in town, in the town proper and (laughs) Uh Christmas will be on my yard on my roof <laughs> yeah 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 it is it is it's it's just a fun time of year and it's um yeah for us kind of uh young at heart yeah. it's a time that it's uh you can do that without people looking at you too funny exactly david and i like to play dress up so we're right it, <laughs> there you go oh yeah so david and i you know we haven't mentioned him much but um he gets into it a little bit. He doesn't do elf, uh, but he's sort of like a he, he, Christmas he does, bodyguard. What what does. is what does he call himself? He does. He, so calls he does himself, a scarf and yeah. yeah. He calls himself the elf bodyguard. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yes. And yeah. and he does. He wears this this funny, you know, very serious outfit with a very serious Christmas hat. And um, you know, he he stands by and stands real close just in case things get a little crazy. But he is really so helpful during the light up the night because he helps me put together the um, bracelets, the glow bracelets that mm. the kids get. So, yeah, um, I really couldn't do that part of it without him. He's he's a big help doing all of that. So, yeah. Yeah. I wonder, have you ever had, especially maybe at some of the events like you did one this year at the gazebo with Camby Kiwanis, where like I said, you were kind of the headliner and we're sitting there and, and talking with kids and whatnot. Um, And obviously collecting letters, you had your mailbag there, which was super cute. Um, Have you had kids sort of try and um, uh, really dig into at least your kind of version of the the mythology of of the Santa's elves and and, you know, sort of where you live? How old are you? Those kind of questions like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. What are those conversations like? Yeah, Yeah. they they really want to know, like, am I an old elf? Am I, you know, a fairly new elf? Um, it never occurred to them that there's billions of us. 
Um, a lot of them write to me and are worried about be- us being enslaved. Do we need mm. help getting out? Um, oh gosh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that took a turn, right? Yeah. Here we're trying to do something fun for kids and. <laughs> Right. Yeah, they're very concerned about us being enslaved. And so I always let them know that, you know, fair dues. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a good kid. Yeah, that's not just thinking of themselves. So that's right. Right. I always let them know that, you know, it's an honor to be an elf and everybody wants to be an elf when they grow up. So, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, we're here because we want to be. But it is funny when they when they look at you, you can tell that they're just looking straight through you. Like they're trying to figure you out. Are you for real? Cause I think you might be for real. <laughs> I'm not really sure. So yeah, it's always kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. That is fun. And um, I guess you, and that's always kind of the, the, um, the question, you know, and especially as a parent, it's like, how, you know, and every parent kind of has to decide for themselves what age and how you kind of do it. But like, um how how do you kind of answer that question of like um how much do we let you know kids kind of uh <laughs> not how much do we lie to kids no but like how much do we kind of let them use their imagination and just kind of let that go free um and how much do we rein it in a little bit or or kind of be honest or whatever right like right uh, well you know it's always been my experience that kids will ask age-appropriate questions. And when they start asking the real questions, um, you know, when they start getting really serious, like I'm getting teased at school because I believe in Santa and I'm starting to think Santa's not real. I think that's the time to say, okay, well, let's talk about what real means. You know, right. Um, I often say in my letters when they question um, Santa, I say, well, love is real and we don't mm-hmm. see love. And Santa is nothing but love. Santa was born out of love. Mm. So it gives the parents somewhere to kind of go with it. If the kid starts to say, Hey, I don't believe in this. Um, why did you lie? It can, it, it's not a lie. Love is very real. And everything that was done was out of love. None of it was ever done to hurt anybody. Right. 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 Yeah. That, uh, that, that, that the stories are real. Kindness is real. Magic is real. Forms of it are. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, there was one other thing I was going to ask you. Am I going to forget it? Oh, um, obviously, uh, postage is not cheap. Is there a way that folks can support uh, uh, those efforts um, if they if they wish to? Yeah, you know, um, like I said last year, I got a very generous donation. Um, so mm. really, I am set through next year. Okay. So, um, you know, when the time comes, I can certainly throw um, an ask out there and see if anybody's interested in in donating again. Um, but really, right now, I have everything I need, and we're we're doing well. I even was able to get business cards that say, you know, you you actually met Elf Number Three One Four. And that's right. My kids got those at the Kiwanis event. Yes. And Sarah Fuge made stickers that said uh, honorary elf on them, which I love little badges. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am going to end up donning my costume, I think one more time and just kind of wandering around town for a day meeting with kids in the grocery store and whatnot. So Fine. stay tuned. Cool. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Linda. Really appreciate your time. And thanks for thanks for doing this again. It's so cool to see um, something unique uh, like this for Kami that really kind of deepens um, and, and enhances uh, with, uh, a time that is already, uh, you know, so great and can be the Christmas season. So thank yeah, you for, for that. For sure. Absolutely. My honor.
Ho, ho, ho! Nobody does Christmas like Canby, and the Clackamas County Fairgrounds and Event Center is proving that this year with their spectacular third annual winter fair and first ever holiday market. On Friday and Saturday nights from December 2nd through the 23rd, celebrate the festive period at the Clackamas County Fairgrounds as you've never seen it before. Decked out in a carefully designed half-mile holiday walkthrough experience featuring more than 200,000 lights and show-stopping animations. It's the best of both worlds with top-of-the-line, cutting-edge LED technology and music combined with thoughtful and artistic tributes to our most time-honored and beloved country and Christmas traditions. New this year, the holiday market will showcase more than 25 local crafters and vendors offering one-of-a-kind gifts, souvenirs, and delicious treats you can't find anywhere else, along with the best school choirs, bands, and other regional entertainment performing your Christmas favorites each night to ensure the perfect festive mood. Round out your trip to the Winter Fair with a visit to Santa's workshop to meet the jolly old elf himself for family photos every day of the fair until 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale now, $10 for adults and teens and $5 for children aged 4 to 12. Parking and children 3 and under are free. For tickets and information, visit ccwinterfair.com. Happy holidays to you and yours, and a very Merry Christmas. Okay, so we are at the Canby Fred Meyer talking with Canby Police Sergeant Nathan Walbaum, uh, just watching the end of one of our favorite events every year that happens over the holiday season, Shop with the Cop. Uh, Sergeant, can you tell us what's going on today and what it's all about? Yes, yeah, so we've had uh, community um, donations through the Clackamas County Police, of- Police Officers Benevolent Fund. And they donate a significant amount of money to um, this event, as well as there's been a few anonymous donors from the city of Canby to citizens here who are businessmen that um, their businesses have done well and they just want to give back to the community. They, They donate annually as well, but it allows us basically to to have 14 students from the Canby School District that's chosen by each um, each of the schools, like the grade schools on up to the middle school. Mm-hmm. And they're chosen specifically by um, our, our, what is it, the school counselors? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, some of them, some, some of the kids get to come back. Some of them are all brand new. This is the first time experience. Mm. But it's in partnership with Canby Fred Meyer as well. They... Um, donate their time. There's treats that are given, mm-hmm. donuts and coffee and different things. Great and spread. Great spread. Really festive, really fun. Yes. Um, the kids, I believe, are chosen, obviously, based on need, based maybe on um, if they've uh, had past engagement with law enforcement, not them necessarily, but maybe yeah. f- uh, family uh, issues. And um, the counselors kind of feel a, a positive interaction would, would be really helpful. Absolutely. Yeah, there's... There's several of our students that um, might have incarcerated parents, and yeah. so this is a really good opportunity for us to connect with them, um, maybe help dissolve some of the maybe the negative thoughts about law enforcement, yeah. and 
Um, it's also really positive for our officers to work with them and to serve the kids and just make that connection. And it goes, it goes years. They'll never forget this. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we have to talk about just uh, the impact that it has on the officers as well. I mean, I love coming out to this event every year and just seeing that. I mean, of course, no one gets more in- into it than Chief Tro, but uh, yes, absolutely, <laughs> all Santa the, Tro. Yes, but right, all the officers seem to just be really impacted and just smiles on their faces and just love this each year. Uh, I feel like do they kind of arm wrestle to see who gets to do it, or <laughs> that's yeah, we do do that and. Uh, you know, a lot of these officers do this, these type of contacts uh, behind closed doors mm. on a daily basis. So yeah. this is this is one of our favorite. It's probably the most public. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it does bring us a lot of joy, and it also like it's um, it's incredible to watch like some of the kids that that don't have a whole lot of uh, resources. They write mm. lists in the. The lists aren't necessarily always just for themselves, but they yeah. write lists um, of like a Christmas list or holiday list for like family members. Yeah. So definitely makes it, yeah, it makes you get choked up. Mm. Yeah. No, it is. It is really cool because the little ones, you know, they're just taken aback and kind of bowled over by like, I can get this, yes. you know, like to just have the purse strings for once you know and, and very few limits on what they can get is, is really um an amazing experience for them and then the older ones yeah they'll be and they'll be really excited about i get to get this for my mom or for my sister or for my brother or my dad um and that's really cool to see uh the, them kind of being empowered and being blessed by the spirit of giving absolutely yeah um does this help um, in uh, police work, I guess, does it help sort of build, uh, you know, and, and not obviously not the only thing you, you do that does that, but kind of builds a positive relationship with the community, which is a really important part of what you do. It's very important. Uh, one of our, our biggest focuses with our police department being in a smaller community is is uh, community policing, and yeah. it's, it's that partnership, and just it, it takes a whole community, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it really bridges the gap, like, takes away maybe some of the intimidation. Yeah. That lets them know that, like, we're here for them. And we're not the bad guys. We're not the bad guys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, there was what you mentioned, the support that Fred Meyer has for this event each year. Um, uh, but uh, there was something really cool right at the beginning that was announced that I hadn't seen before in a few years of covering this event that... Um, a little added bonus that uh, some of the kids are going to be able to take home. Yeah, so anonymous donor again um, essentially donated enough money to buy purchase. You can bicycles. say it was Santa. We we know. Yeah, we, we know. We, we all know it was Santa. It was Santa. <laughs> That's for sure. We uh, yeah. So they got they were they purchased bikes for mm. for each of the students, which they'll be able to pick up here after this event. Yeah, and and that is also through Fred Meyer and also through Santa. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, last question I wanted to ask you, Sergeant Wobbum, but um, how can folks, if they're interested in learning more or uh, supporting uh, maybe next year's event or, um, uh, you know, just this event in general, the Benevolent Association in general, how can they, uh, or there can be police efforts in general, how can they do that? If, if they have questions or would like to donate, they can contact us at the Canby Police Department. Um, if they would like to make donations... Um, they can do that through the Clackamas County Police Officers Benevolent Fund. They can actually get a, a tax write-off for that if that's necessary. But, cool. yeah, 
Awesome. Anything yeah. else you'd like to share? No, I appreciate it. Yeah. I, love, I love that you're here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess we, we did mention you. This is, I think, your second year kind of heading up the organizing of it. What's that like every year? Uh, Be, being the one doing all hurting. the math and making sure the numbers crunch. It's <laughs> it's like herding cats. All these officers have a mind of their own. And yes. going and the officers, of, not the kids. The kids are, no. The, the kids, kids are, are fine. <laughs> That's the least of my concerns. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I believe it. Cool, thank you. Yeah. Tyler, did you know that the Australian lyrebird can mimic any sound that it hears, even chainsaws? No, that's uh, super interesting. Did you know that a baby puffin is called a puffling? Uh, or no. that baby sea otters can't swim, so their moms wrap them up in pieces of kelp until they learn how to paddle? Wait. Do you know any trivia that isn't, like, animal-related? Not really, but here's some stuff you may not know about the Wild Hare Saloon, where Camby goes to eat and have fun. Okay. The Wild Hare is one of Camby's longest-running, locally-owned restaurants. Owners Joan and Darren Moden have been in business for 16 years. That's cool. Yeah, heck, you were just a baby back then. I, and, wait, what? And they love to give back. They've been members of the Camby Chamber for that long, and they donate over $20,000 to local sports, FFA programs, and civic organizations each year. Wow, I'm legitimately like caught off. That's cool. Yeah. They also support more than 30 jobs in the community through their award-winning staff, some of them as young as 18. Hey, that's older than you are. Uh, dude, I'm te- I'm 10 months younger than you. With, with the days getting longer and the weather getting warmer, the Canby Wild Hair's expansive outdoor patio is the place to be. Furry friends, welcome. Well, that sounds great. I'm going to go check them out just off of Highway 99E next to the Space Age in Canby at 1656 Beaver Creek Road in Oregon City or on their website at thewildhairsaloon.net. Now Hear This Canby is produced by me, Tyler Clausen. Our content director and star reporter is Tyler Frankie. And of course, our show is edited by Cameron Clausen. We also feature the vocal talents of Joy Struby and James Walden. So a round of applause to them. The song that you're hearing right now is Canby by singer-songwriter Olivia Harms, used with her permission. To find more work from her, you can visit her website, olivia13.com. Now Hear This Can Be is dedicated to preserving independent local journalism and redefining local news with our fun, fresh, and energetic brand of storytelling. Our sincere thanks to our local sponsors who make this show possible. Please show your appreciation by supporting the small businesses who support us. The production of Now Hear This Studios, Canby's locally owned, full-service audio, video, and media production company. Our mission is to produce the best content in the universe, and we'd love to help you do it. Find us online at nhtstudios.com. Um, I will take a motion to adjourn. I just moved it. I didn't even ask for it, though. (laughs)